All right, welcome to another episode of Life Almost Without Me. You guys know the drill. Let's go ahead and get this started. The month is 3-22-2021. Almost all in March, folks. Uh, the last week I've been kind of sick. I uh, went to the VA hospital last week, a little bit after I recorded the podcast. Uh, I was having trouble breathing. And uh, now it's... Monday, it's been five days, and uh, my breathing's gotten a little worse. Um, I got a COVID test on Wednesday. And, uh, yeah, well, well, we'll see. I'm on a bunch of, like, uh, I'm on antibiotics and prednisone. Uh, it just, it, it is what it is. I, I've been feeling super overwhelmed because I, I've, look, I've, said the same thing for the last year and one month or however long we've been privy to uh to the pandemic and all that um to the illness the good old pandy um so i've been you know paying attention to that and as soon as this hit and we started speculating on what would happen if we were uh to get it you know everyone's always like you know we'll be fine i probably wouldn't even notice a lot of people are always like oh i had this shit back i think in february and uh you know a lot of people just self-diagnosing i've always said because i have pretty bad asthma and i, I get sick pretty easy that if i get it um well people are gonna be like uh hey uh did you, uh, did you hear of Hugo? Yeah, 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 yeah. How's his podcast doing? Well, he's in a wheelchair. <laughs> and, they're just, and they'll be like, what, what do you mean? And be like, yeah, he, 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 got the, he got the COVID, man. He, he just couldn't fight it that well. And now he speaks Mandarin and... Yeah, what ha- like something crazy would happen to me. That's how I've always seen it. Like when I get the flu, it's just borderline death every time. If I get strep throat, I'm ugh. Like it's it's always uh when I get sick, I die. So that's where I'm at. Uh, doing another twelve days of steroids for my lungs, and uh, yeah, well, my family's fine. They seem healthy and whatnot i just uh it's just can't breathe just difficult breathing right now it's annoying but it is what it is had a decent day nonetheless um that's not true i was actually pretty crummy uh but everything else was fine i was just bumming because i'm tired of being sick and i just want to breathe (laughs) i don't breathe normal it gets it gets old um it feels like i'm working out the whole time uh yeah so that that's what i'm dealing with right now uh it sucks is that when i get to the va clinic uh you know they 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 do the pre-scan they they see you know your temperature they give you a bracelet they're like hey this guy's uh made made it past the pre-check he can go get medical help now and i go upstairs i check in they're like why are you here i gotta See, all right, when people check in to, like, all right, so when I was a kid, and you know when you're feeling sick, you want to tell your mom or your, your parent or whatever the case, your guardian, and 
with the hopes that, hey, if I'm not feeling good enough, we'll go to the doctors and I won't have to go to school. Or I'll just stay home and I can just have a day to rest and relax and feel better by tomorrow. Um, so naturally, even if I just felt a little sick, I would embellish because I want people to know, I want my mom to know, hey, I can't go to school today. Um, but now as an adult, it's the opposite. I want people to know, hey, I'm fine. <laughs> I don't know what it is. I, I, I don't want to feel like I'm going through it. And um, that's kind of bit me in the butt for a long time. So when I show up, they're like, what are you here for? And so do normal people embellish more or do they play it down? Because I always play it down. I was like, hey, I was here like a week ago, having labored breathing. It's kind of gotten worse, but, you know, it's no big deal. You know, like if you got if you got time for me, you got time for me. And uh, they're like, oh, my God, like how hard is to breathe? And I was like, oh, you know, my oxygen saturation levels are like 90. And they're like, oh, OK, it's kind of an issue <coughs> and thankfully um usually as a walk-in it takes hours but they, they got me in pretty quick it was like 10 minutes met my primary care physician she was fine didn't judge me for smoking a little pot here and there <laughs> i hate it when people ask you hey um okay so how many drinks a week do you have and i'm like none maybe one uh and okay do you smoke and the answer is so vague but you know so the answer is yes but i I don't smoke cigarettes or anything and um and then you have to explain and then some doctors will kind of look at you like you fucking felon and then the other one's like oh okay yeah absolutely okay moving on and uh yeah i appreciate that the 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 latter way more um (laughs) i uh i don't like feeling grilled Oh my god, it is hard to breathe. Um, yeah. So I sit down, you know, they ask, Hey, do you you know, would you mind having a shot? And I'm like, Yeah, have at it. Whatever helps. They stick you with the needle and ten seconds later I was like, Oh shit, that really hurt. <laughs> not not the needle, but the actual solution. Maybe it was too much fluid or something that I, I don't know. It just hurt. I remember I was driving home like this, trying to get the the feeling back in my arm to stop hurting. Meanwhile, from the outside perspective, it kind of looks like I'm masturbating in traffic. So that's kind of weird. Uh, <laughs> yeah. So, uh, yeah, I hope I don't have the fucking illness, but uh, I'm clearly struggling uh, right now. But, um, yeah, I got a COVID test in two days. I'll figure out what it is. And, uh yeah, I, I just stay at home anyways. I'm not, like, going out in public and giving it to anybody. So there's that. Um, but, yeah, everyone else seems fine. So, yeah, I'm sick. Boo-hoo. Uh, stocks are doing great, except for they're not. <laughs> everyone else. Uh, so the market had a really green day, and uh, this guy did not. This is what happens when you try and time the market. Nah, it's not what I did. Actually, it is kind of what I did. I bought the dip. But it is a good move, and I would do it, you know, 99 out of 100 times all the other times. So it is what it is. <clears throat> uh, the stem checks are in. Everyone's out buying stuff. Guys, save your money. Like, come on. 
Uh, anytime someone gives you free money, you should uh, definitely look into investing and bettering your situation. There's nothing like making your money work for you. Buying that pedicure times 20 isn't going to give you anything back other than a nice soft foot, which is good. I like to rub a nice soft foot. I always tell my wife, hey, go get a pedicure if I'm going to rub your feet. She usually does. But anyways, um, we have Massage Mondays. I don't know if you guys have ever heard of that. Let's go ahead and chit-chat about how to pay it forward when you're married. So when you start fucking marrying... <laughs> I don't mean to curse, but it is what it is. Um, oh, yeah, my, my son walked up to me yesterday and goes, Hey, Dad, do you know what a noun is? And I, I'm very... Let's just say English class was one of my worst subjects. <clears throat> and if you ask me like a noun, verb, et cetera, et cetera, adjective, I'm not sure what they are, at least with 100% certainty. So my confidence level is always small. So when he asked me, hey, what's a noun? I just looked at him and he goes, it's a person, place, or thing, right? And I was like, fuck yeah, it is. And he walked away and I'm like, good for you, buddy. Look at you getting smart. And he's five. The dude is five. And I'm already thinking, this dude is surpassing me. This little gremlin of mine is surpassing me in, in intellect. So, yeah, immediately I was like, I got to start reading. I got I to gotta keep up. Because I don't want him to ever come home and the teacher teach him something. And I have to go, what? But, but you got to talk to your mother on that one. <laughs> Um, yeah, um, fuck, what was I talking about? Yeah, so when you meet someone, uh, at first, you, you, you know when you try, all right, when you first meet the girl of your dreams, the man, whatever, fucking intergender lizard person that you meet and you're like, wow, I'm crazy about this person, what do I do? And the, uh, the truth is... You kind of lie a little bit. <laughs> you, you do stuff like, yeah, yeah, I'll, let's do a mud mud mask. Yeah, I'd love to put that on. Absolutely. Why wouldn't we go to church together? <laughs> and, and, you know, you start, you start doing a lot of little things together that you probably won't normally do. And the reason you're doing it is actually because you're probably in love. Love makes you do some crazy, dumb stuff. Um, beautiful, but, uh, sometimes you don't want to do certain activities, um, like constantly go over and see the family. Sometimes you're like, look, I'm going to give you the holidays, the big events, you know, the anniversary, but I'm not going over there just because we're celebrating someone's 47th birthday. Like, come on, like, come on, like. These people throw bigger birthday parties for themselves than, than what my five-year-old gets. Um, I mean, it makes sense. They got jobs. Noah's fucking poor. Even though he's got a piggy bank that's almost overflowing. And we got to get him a second one? Or do we just, like, deposit that into, like, a stock, the stock market? Oh, that's a good idea. Hmm. I wonder how he would feel. You know, fuck it. He doesn't have a choice with that money uh yeah that's what i'm gonna do i'm gonna open up a uh, custodial brokerage for noah and uh probably start buying like spy um s&p 500 basically and invest the money that he collects because it's not like he spends it every time 
I, you know, take him out to do anything. Um, I, I buy him his toys. It's not like I'm like, yeah, go get your $20 because it's just not how it works. He gets rewarded by doing little things every day. He's good at school. He has this big uh, jar of marbles. And if he's good at school with no issues, he gets up to five. And then all the way down to zero, depending on his behavior and all other metrics of whatever that we stat down. But he um, generally is pretty good. And once he gets all the marbles in one jar... I allow him to pick out a toy at like Target or Amazon, something reasonably priced, of course. Um, <clears throat> and he uh, he does that. I don't know. That, that's kind of like how we pay him. And if he ever gets like a dollar or something from like his friends, family members, or a quarter, he always geeks out over quarters. Every time he sees a quarter, he'll go up to you and be like, "Can I have this?" And then you know he'll just go to his piggy bank and fill it up, and he gets really excited about it. So. Uh, instilling some type of savings is always important because if you don't learn how to save now, it's much harder to save when you got all that money coming in and uh, you want to buy all the car parts in the world. I would love to have a $1,600 hood on my car that is going to cost me that much, but unfortunately, uh, I'd rather work on having my emergency fund deposited in savings in a liquid area where... If anything happens, I got three to six months worth of living. And uh, now that we've finished that, I'm kind of back to investing a lot more aggressively, uh, my own money, <coughs> and going from there. So, yeah, I think that's what I'm going to do with my son's money. I'm also opening up a brokerage for my daughter. Uh, she's 13. She just turned 13. Yay! Big, big day. You know, it's... Uh, by the time she's graduated college and has her career, uh, that money that I keep putting away could be a very sizable down payment on a home or whatever the case may be. But And I can teach her how to save, and it'll give her a head start. Most people uh, by the age 35, I, I believe, is like they, they barely have 10K in savings, and uh, that's abysmal, and uh, we need to fix that. And, uh, like I always, I always look back and I'm like, man, I wish my mom or even my dad would have just opened up a savings account, anything, you know, like, uh, just put it away slowly. And, um, not to say that I would have been mature enough to deal with that kind of money when I was in my twenties. But now, like, if you were like, Hey, here's fucking 30 K and, um, compounded interest over the last 20 years of your life, Hugo. Here, here, son. I'd be like, holy shit, do you know how much of a head start that puts me into saving uh, for retirement, uh, for home? Like, it's so many things. And um, I, I wish they would have done it for me. So that's exactly why I'm doing it now for them, so that they have a little head start. And hopefully when I give it to them, I, I'll have the uh, intellect to be like, hey, um, you're 18, you're not getting it when you're 25 or something and you show responsibility, your credit score is good and all that. I'll, I'll sit down with you and I'll, I'll explain to you how much it is and I'll transfer it over to your name. However, I would rather teach you what to do and how to make more money than to waste the money I'm about to give you. If that makes sense. Um, yeah. We'll see. 
Uh, that I think that's something everyone should do. If you have kids and you're not putting away for them, you're kind of uh, setting them back a little bit. Um, with that being said, I'm the kind of person that if you gave me like a thousand dollars when I was 18, I would have just spent a thousand dollars immediately. The next day, I'd be like, "Hey, what do I spend this money on?" Um, so I wasn't prepared for it, and uh, it wasn't until like 32, 31 that I was like, "Oh, credit scores matter." Um, I would like to live outside of this apartment one day. At the time, it wasn't this. I lived in a one-bedroom apartment with three people, me, my wife, and kid. And uh, we didn't have much space uh, or income or a lot of things. And to to be where we are now is is a direct reflection of just growth and working on ourselves over time. Um, Like Both our credit scores were, were, were pretty low. Um, more, mine more so. Mine was uh, just abysmal. It was horrible. Uh, my wife was fine, but she just she was just young with lack of credit. But um, you just work on yourself and you better yourself and you get things going. Um, so yeah, that's where I'm at. I, I hope that I wake up tomorrow and I'm not feeling like death again, and I can just breathe a little better. Uh, you take those little things for granted, like oxygen. Um, yeah. Uh, so yeah, I, I appreciate all the love and support. I know people are kind of concerned, but, uh, yeah, I'm feeling fine outside of a little bit of labored breathing. Um, no fevers, nothing. Uh, yeah, the podcast will continue to go on. Uh, and once again, if you want to appear on it, life almost without me at gmail.com is how to reach me. Uh, follow me on Instagram, Facebook, what have you. I'm pretty active on social media. I love talking. <laughs> not not necessarily to new people, but once I get to know someone, I'm like, dude, I'm putting way too much time and investment when it comes to this friendship, but it, it's fine. Uh, well, yeah, thanks for watching another episode. Uh, I will see you next week. Uh, thank you. Play the music.